Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, the story about Prince Andrew is like a freight train that uh, is bound for who knows where, but it's not stopping anytime soon. And there's more to it again today on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Bradley, where are we at with Prince Andrew? Okay, so uh, I came across this Vanity Fair article yesterday. It said the next phase of the Prince Andrew scandal centers on a nightclub night club called tramp and you'll remember prince andrew in his now uh train crashy interview on the bbc referenced tramp nightclub mm-hmm. that is allegedly where he took virginia roberts now giffrey um before they apparently had sex according to her and she was 17 at the time she says that that took place you know she was drinking and all of these things that he then in that interview said absolutely did not happen under no circumstances whatsoever this article in fact he was able to remember that he was at a pizza place that evening yeah earlier in the day he had taken his he very specifically was like well actually i couldn't have been there and he had a bunch of reasons why this couldn't have happened they were all very specific i think is the point that you're making Mm -hmm. for something that you know would you really have if if mm, nothing was happening it was no big deal would you really have a specific recollection of what you were doing on a night that didn't seem to stick out to you in any other way but not to mention the fact that um i've never been to a nightclub with just two people so there were probably other people at the nightclub that would have been able to put him at the nightclub on that given day exactly so um the interview or uh, the vanity fair piece talks about this next stage of the conversation with prince andrew and the reason is because that interview that he did with the bbc opens up a whole lot of opportunity for people to add their own stories to what happened in and around the the moments that uh virginia roberts brings up in her allegations and prince andrew brings up in his denying those allegations meaning to your point there were people at the nightclub. It wasn't just the two of them. And lo and behold, in this piece, we find out that there is a woman who claims that she was there the night that Prince Andrew uh, was there with Virginia Roberts many years ago. This would have been, I think, the early 2000s. And she says, I distinctly remember being there. Why? Unlike Prince Andrew, you know, I uh, just happened to be at a pizza party that night. She was like, no, um, I had never been in a room before with a, a royal And so that was very memorable for Mm -hmm. me. I want to get some more. uh, I want to go into a little bit more in 
detail about her story in just a moment and who she's connected to. But this witness, eyewitness, puts Prince Andrew at Tramp Nightclub with Virginia Roberts the very night that Virginia Roberts, in a detailed fashion, places Prince Andrew uh, in her life before sexually assault. Well, having sexual I don't want to say assault because she doesn't call it assault, I don't believe, but has sex with him mm-hmm. as a 17-year-old girl. Right. Okay? So that that woman says, yeah, I distinctly remember because uh, I have never been in a room with a royal before. That would be something you'd remember. Absolutely. And she says, um, look, there's Prince Andrew. She looked at Andrew and was very struck by him. This is uh, her attorney speaking, and we'll get to her attorney in a moment, but her attorney speaking about this person. She looked at Andrew and was very struck by him because she'd never been in a room with him before, and she has never been since. She stared at him. He was with a young woman who she now knows was Virginia Roberts. She remembers that Prince Andrew was smiling and seemed to be happy, and Virginia was not. Virginia was not smiling, and that made an impression on her, too. See, that's so interesting because, again, you can put yourself in that position of being somewhere where somebody note, somebody notable is. Yeah. You would recall that. You would remember because that's something outside of the norm. That is not part of your day-to-day operation. That's like a story you tell to your friends, right? Uh, like the was, night that, that I was at a club with Prince Andrew. Or like the night that you... And I'm seriously saying the night that you were at a restaurant and prince was there oh yeah you are able to tell me what restaurant it was where you were sitting where prince was sitting what happened when he walked by probably what he was wearing likely what you were wearing yep. you know you have that level of recollection in your memory when something out of the ordinary happens and so i fully understand that she likely you know could identify a lot of what was going on because she was studying it and to your point what were you doing August 16th, 1998? I mean, I probably was, I don't know. You'd have to guess. <laughs> I would have to right? guess, yeah. And, and that's on the, on the flip side for Prince Andrew to have a crystal clear recollection of a night that was not memorable because he doesn't say that he had sex with a 17-year-old, right. that it was just any other night. That, to me, is, you know, both sides of these coin tell a story. Right. Um, And that's the story we've been talking about for weeks. And that's the story that he allows to continue to be talked about. Because, again, by going on the uh, or going uh, to the BBC and having this interview, it opens him up for all sorts of criticism and counter factuals that people can bring, um, you know, bring to bear. Now, remember, I said there was this witness. Yep. There's actually two witnesses. Uh, who claim they saw him there. And these two witnesses are represented by somebody um, that we are familiar with. And her name is Lisa Bloom. Mm, oh. Now, isn't that interesting? Do you want to catch people up if they maybe don't remember Lisa Bloom or they're vaguely familiar with what a Lisa Bloom is? Well, so first you would know Lisa Bloom by who her mother is. Her mother is Gloria Allred. Gloria Allred has made a name for herself by um, representing a lot of the female victims of people uh, like Bill Cosby, etc., etc., at Al. Lisa Bloom is her daughter who has her own law practice, but most recently she was pulled out into the um, public forum because she is one of the people talked about in the book. She said. She said um, about Harvey Weinstein. She actually uh, 
was representing Harvey Weinstein. After years and years of work uh, advocating for women who'd been uh, victims of sexual assault and much other or many other things, she decided to work Flip for the script. Harvey Weinstein because she had all this knowledge on how to work with victims of sexual assault, mm-hmm. meaning she was put using her powers for bad and for evil not and not good. good. Exactly. So, but she's apparently switched the coin again. Well, you know, Probably a good thing. Probably after she was people, she wasn't everybody's favorite. Yeah, no, she had a lot of damage control Control. to do. Um, We can get back to her and what she means for this particular case in just a moment. But if you're just joining us, we're talking about Prince Andrew and this train wreck. So I told you that you have these witnesses who are now coming forward and saying, we saw Prince Andrew at uh, Tramp Nightclub which is where allegedly and and you have people who saw Virginia Roberts as well. Now remember Virginia Roberts is the one that took a photo with Prince Andrew and in that photo it was Prince Andrew, uh Virginia Roberts and do you remember uh Ghislaine Maxwell who's like his let's I would call her his madam. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. She's I mean a pimp. yeah, she, because she was she's usually referred to by Prince Andrew as Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, but essentially the, the women who, the young women who, uh, allege that Jeffrey Epstein sexually assaulted them and that they were essentially sex slaves say that they did so at her hand, that she trained them how to massage, how to please men sexually, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I would call her a madam. Yeah, absolutely. And she was there that night. So the thing that Prince Andrew just doesn't seem to remember and finds all sorts of reasons to believe that probably he he didn't know where the bar was. I mean, there are all these things that are just ridiculous in terms of him saying, like, I don't remember, but I do remember what I don't remember. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the gymnastics that he has to go through. Anyway, so Lisa Bloom's uh, witnesses see all these people that he is being put there by people who have no stake in the game. I don't know what a person coming forward to just say I was there stands to gain in this particular story, maybe notoriety, but what kind of notoriety? Yeah, are you how does gaining? that sustain? I don't, in I don't know. 2019, do people do that anymore? Anyway, um, in response, I just wanted to say that the flip side to this is that sort of behind the scenes, Andrew is not through his people going to be responding to people uh, represented by Lisa Bloom, who put him in Tramp Nightclub. Oh, interesting. Right? Like, he's a royal. Right. He's not going to lower himself to this common tabloid speculation about what or what did not happen. However, he's got a group of people around him that most certainly will do that. Mm-hmm. And he has been doing that. So there's it really is kind of this sort of proxy war going on behind the scenes between Virginia Roberts and the prince. And in response to that, um, those accounts of him being at Tramp, the nightclub, his people, an anonymous source close to Prince Andrew, provides an alternative theory to what we've just heard. Quote, at that time, the Duke went to Tramp a lot. He was at a birthday party the very same week for one of the Sangsters. I don't know who those are. I don't know what a Sangster is. The source questioned whether witnesses could remember which companion he was with. Meaning, oh, he just happened to be at Tramp Nightclub that week, but it was for something totally different. So maybe your witnesses are dumb and they just can't Mm. remember who they saw him with. So they're trying to lay out this alternative theory. For plausible deniability. Exactly. Yeah. 
I'm not buying it. Yeah. I, I think at this point, this is just going to continue to happen because you have people who can say, well, I remember seeing Prince Andrew in this place or, you know, who can account for his denials. Right. Well, we will continue, obviously, as this continues. Uh, and we've got this whole other angle that we can explore about how all of these um, how how many different people are connected in this story mm-hmm. that you might not even realize. And we can maybe dive into that tomorrow uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show. But when we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on my talk. One Oh seven one. This is a my talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with a heaping helping of dirt. It's yes. a dirt alert. All wrapped up in a tortilla blanket. Have you guys oh. seen those tortilla blankets yes. you can buy as gifts on Amazon? I like tortillas. It's a blanket that looks, looks like, like a, a giant tortilla. tortilla and you, you can, can wrap yourself, yourself in it. And I think it is wonderfully delightful. So cute. Okay, let's talk about um, something not as delightful. That is Bill Cosby. Um, But the good news is he lost his appeal in a sex assault case, the one that landed him in prison in the first place. So there's a Pennsylvania judge that um, did not make an error in allowing five women to take the stand against Bill Cosby to prove he was a serial sexual predator. This ruled by an appeals court. So at issue here is that there was one woman who's, um, and and we all know her, Andrea Constand. She worked with Bill Cosby through Temple University, accused him of sexual assault. And these allegations, prosecutors felt were strong enough in order to be able to make a case. Okay, they go through one trial, and then it's declared a mistrial. They go through a second trial. And in the second trial, the judge in that trial said, yes, it is totally okay for you prosecutors to bring five other women to the stand to prove that Bill Cosby is a sexual predator. This was a big deal. And a lot of people think that that is what really tips the hand when it comes to the jury and tips that decision in terms of saying, this is not just like a one-off thing. Right. That was part of the evidence that the jury was able to consider. So Bill Cosby's attorneys did not like this when then Bill Cosby was convicted. And so they appeal and they appeal on the grounds of saying that judge was out of line in allowing those other women to testify. The appeals court judge said, no, that judge wasn't out of line. See you later, Tater. Yeah. yeah. That makes Good. sense. It's, you know, it, it just makes me happy because um, it would be a huge shame to watch, you know, something just get blown off on a technicality. Right, mm-hmm. right. And I, I apologize. I said mistrial in the first trial and it was a hung jury. Mm-hmm. So the trial was not. Well, valid. our legal experts out there, thank you for being clear. We have you so know, many legal us, experts. Know that you know, I'm not an attorney. I just play oh, one on the radio. You. Well, um, somebody needs to. He um, is serving a plan attorney three to 10 year sentence maintains his innocent Bill Cosby does. And he has repeatedly likened himself to a political prisoner and says he has no remorse. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple market auditory experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's clear. Yeah. That he has no remorse. He, he's also a celebrity in mm-hmm. there. He said that he is a celebrity. Oh, and he's he like, has a it. penthouse. That's what he calls his cell. Uh, he calls it his penthouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting how quickly somebody can go from beloved to evil. It's just really sad. I mean, I'm talking about the perception. He yeah. was evil all along. Right. But he's trying all of the techniques that he always used all along to maintain. Uh, his beloved status, and now you really see through them. So I would just like, you know how like you we're focused on him and the lessons he's learning? I would like to just focus on us and the lesson we're learning. What are you learning? That you maybe shouldn't, you know, if somebody, ah, you just got to be careful how you lift people up. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But Bill Cosby, I mean, this is like a classic. I mean, this is like a narcissistic sociopath. Yeah. I mean, you can't prepare for that. No, but because he I mean, I think Bill Cosby believes what he wants to believe about himself. He's the most important thing. Yeah. I mean, look at and the hypocrisy in Bill Cosby is just astounding. I mean, when you look at all of the things that he said, particularly about black men in America mm-hmm. and continually shaming them for behavior yeah. over and over and over again and saying that they need to be better. I mean, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. What? Exactly. Meanwhile, he's the most evil of all, of, right? Of them. But the thing for me, uh, again, like the thing that I'm like, I hope people are listening and paying attention is how is somebody like that able to be like because people clearly knew what he was up to mm-hmm. for a long time and didn't challenge it, didn't question it because of his perceived greatness, mm-hmm. authority, and the fact that they were afraid that if they said something, every all of us would be like, "It's Bill Cosby. What are you talking Look about? Look at what happened to Janice Dickinson." So, Exactly. Exactly. I mean, when she said something. And not just, I just think of all the women since Me Too, whether it's... um, Well, look at Rose McGowan. Look what happened to Rose McGowan, Mm -hmm. right? For speaking out against Harvey Weinstein. The first person gets like run over. Yeah. I mean, and so does the seventh. I mean, you know... Gretchen Carlson. Yes. But that first one... Has taken it is really hard. Sa- is the one that sacrifices the most. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I it's mean, very true. The only thing that's getting me through this is the fact that it smells like a snickerdoodle in here. What a wonderful studio wow. oh, you have going on. My goodness. On. Well, you're welcome. I don't know what it is, but I like it. William Shatner filed for divorce. So Whoa, I didn't know he was married. Calling it quits after 18 years. His wife's name is Elizabeth. They got married back in 2001, and they have a prenup, so sources are telling TMZ that their split should move along relatively smoothly. They are still negotiating the financial terms, but um, per the terms of the prenup, neither will receive any spousal support from the other. They don't have any kids. This is his fourth wife. He was previously so he's, you know, he's married. been through a couple of these. Yeah. This is her second go-around. He's 88. She's 61. He's 88, William Shatner. Yeah. I know. He's just, he just keeps on ticking. He was just Can in town. I don't believe that. Why was he here? He was here for uh, GalaxyCon. Oh, that's right. Yes. He's worth $100 million. Oh, my gosh. He only had children with one of his wives, one of the four. I mean, that is a man who was able to make a career out of one small, mm-hmm. short lived job. Because the original Star Trek, I mean, mm-hmm. there were movies, of course, but the series itself, very short. And like, that is him. I mean, he's done time. other things, but you're yeah, right. But, you you know him 
for his role as yeah. Captain Kirk. So I know him as from Boston Legal. That's kind of like the main thing My for me. God. Yeah, but he's wow. still Captain I don't even know Kirk. what that is. That's true. You don't know. I just never saying. watched. I mean, I vaguely understand what a Boston oh, Legal is, but I show. never watched it. Yeah, that was a really good show. Uh, Brad Pitt uh, was in a New York Times article that was just published yesterday. He said he was so uncomfortable following the massive success of his films in the 90s. And he said, I spent most of the 90s hiding out and smoking pot. I was too uncomfortable with all of the attention. I think we remember his pot days. We do. This was when Interview with the Vampire 7 and Fight Club came out. And he was between 25 and 35 years old. You know, pot wasn't looked at the same way then it is no. as it is now. Um, and he said he got to a, he turned a corner when he got to a place where he was aware that he was imprisoning himself. He said, now I go out and live life. And generally people are pretty cool. I mean, you're Brad Pitt. Like, people will be cool because you're Brad Pitt. I know, but I think it probably felt really overwhelming. I'm sure it like, did. How do I even oh, Especially that? then, yeah. when, you know, there were so few actual celebrities. Yes. Right. Right. Now we have, you know, people on Instagram. Well, and. To take your attention away. Everywhere. You can kind of throw people off the scent a little bit more easily now because other people will want to grab the attention. Yep. Elizabeth Reese. There's a lot there, you guys. Thank you for uh, thank you for that lovely dirt alert. Thanks for the snickerdoodle aroma. You're welcome. Anytime. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right, you'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. seconds to answer five pop culture questions we do it every day at 12 30 on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer and this hey. is your 30 second pop culture challenge 30 second pop culture challenge who is on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Joy on the line. And what is Joy playing for? Joy to the world is playing for this. A My Talk 1071 sweatshirt. Joy, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I'm so ready. Okay, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Post Malone has a collaboration with which footwear brand? Oh, skip. Lizzo plays what instrument on stage while Ooh. dancing? Who designed Jennifer Lopez's green 2000 Grammys dress? Oh, oh, geez, uh, Versace. The character nicknamed Baby Yoda is on what TV show? Mandalorian. The cartoon characters Ren and Stimpy are what kind of animals? Um, oh, God, well, you cat and a, I, oh, a dog. Come on, happy Post, Mal- Post Malone has a collaboration with what footwear brand? Adidas? Nope. Oh, oh, Joy. So close, I'm Joy. sad for Joy. So um, because Joy did not get all of those questions correct, but that's okay because Joy can have an opportunity, as can all of you, to play again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Let's answer that question that Joy did not get correct. Post Malone has a collaboration with what footwear brand? This one would have been a tough one to pull out of nowhere. Crocs. Yeah, Crocs. Because you're not thinking about your Crocs like you used to. Yeah. But they sell out. I know it's Malone. I know it's shocking. Uh, All right, now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind Blind items items. that Holly has brought for us in this segment. We call "Blinded by the Item." Blinded by the item. Celebrity gossip mysteries for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here's our first mystery. Listen. 
The security personnel who surround this A-list singer slash bad actor have been really aggressive about pushing people away who have a phone. Mm. He was already a jerk to fans, and now he's taken it to a whole new level. Ooh, Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. I feel like the hits just keep on coming with this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I'll fill in the blank for you. So Justin Timberlake's security have been really aggressive about pushing people away who have a phone. Justin Timberlake was already a jerk to fans, and now... Apparently, he's taken it to a whole new level. I mean, that, yeah. The part, the reason why that makes sense is because it was some stray fan's cell phone that caught him on tape doing things that got him in trouble yeah. Yeah. in the first place. Right. So it's believable that they're probably trying to keep cell phones away from him, but also kind of debaggy. How about he just minds his P's and Q's? Yeah, like if you can't afford to... Like, people don't need to cover up for your crap behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't have crap behavior. Yeah. Oh! That's what I tell my kids. Imagine that. Do you tell them that? Crap Not behavior? in that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But close. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Life lessons here uh, via our celebrity friends. But they're not our friends because they don't care about us. But I'll move on from that. <laughs> For some reason, the mother of this A-list singer in quotation marks has been leaking things to a tabloid. There's no real news in any of it, but the tabloid is lapping it up and printing what she says. Is that that Britney Britney Spears? Spears? Interesting. That's so obvious, though. Okay, talk about it. So, for some reason, Lynn Spears, the mom of Britney Spears, has been leaking stories to a tabloid. Now, there's no real news in any of it, but the tabloid is lapping it up and printing whatever Lynn Spears has to say. Presumably, this is the stuff about her trying to get uh, more time with her kids at the beginning of the year. Exactly. Exactly. So, I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to do the gymnastics on what, why. I mean,. You know, we've kind of felt like she's on, she's sort of on Britney's side and she really wants to get Britney out from under this conservatorship. And the notion that she is in a place to advocate for herself to have more time with her children, it's a very, you know, like adult, mature person who doesn't need a conservatorship kind of thing. Yeah. So that's the only thing I could think of. I also think, and I've noticed this, this is totally just from my once over of her Instagram. It seems like a lot of the times when she has the kids with her, she's at her mom's, she's with her mom. So I'm wondering if there isn't a piece of it that is Lynn Spears trying to, you know, help that narrative push forward so that they can be successful in getting more time with the boys. Because maybe more time with the boys means more time with her. Mm Mm-hmm. Which means more time away from the evil overlords of the conservatorship. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Gossip. Yeah, you know, gossip and stuff. Uh-huh. Neither here nor there. Just a little celebrity gossip mystery to solve. Here's another one for Colleen and Bradley. This foreign-born B-plus list mostly movie actress didn't even bother making an effort to be at a massive event for her singer-slash-actor husband because she has her own thing going. The fake relationship has been struggling the past couple of months. That's Priyanka Chopra. Mm. And Nick Jonas, what do we call them? Jonas. So, Priyanka Chopra 
didn't even bother making an effort to be at the premiere of the new Jumanji movie featuring her husband, Nick Jonas. Because Priyanka has her own thing going. This fake relationship has been struggling the past couple of months. We could have told you that. In fact, we've we been telling you that. We've been fact, saying the things. going to tell us all about it in yeah, the next segment. We're going to tell you about it. But when you actually go back and think about the last couple months with the Chonai, Chonas which is Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas, there's very little, like, times when they should have been right, left, and center all over the place and all up in our grills, they're not. Yeah, that has happened so many times, it's hard to even remember them all, and uh, it just further proves that it's just a big, fat, fake relationship. Oh, Fakety, fake, 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 fake relationship. Yeah, she was in Marrakesh earlier this week. Must be nice. Mm-hmm. She was at a film What's festival. What's she in Marrakesh for? Uh, the something international something Marrakesh. I don't know. She's standing in front of a sign. But it looks like a getting whole attention. lot. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. she's getting yeah, attention. Yeah, she's getting attention. Exactly. <laughs> she's getting attention in Morocco. And then she tagged herself but 23 hours ago as being somewhere in Delhi. So... She is on the complete opposite side of the world of Nick Jonas. Again, at a time when, I mean, on the one hand, if it were anybody else, I might not think much about this, about her not being there for him at this thing. But because they just had their year anniversary, we have not seen them together. It just, we still don't know what they did for their anniversary, no. which likely means they did nothing. Because, again, the little that they've told us indicates that they didn't really actually spend any time together, which means that this whole falder all about how he was going to do something special for their anniversary um, just goes up in smoke, which further implicates the, the population ship. I want to throw one extra little wrench in this. Uh Actually, which I will do when we come back, because I just, something just occurred to me about the last time we saw them together mm-hmm. uh, that... I want to tell you about but before we get to any of that you know as we approach the end of the decade uh sometimes people start to look back on what's happened in the last 10 years so i happened upon um a nice little quizlet that basically gives you scenarios and you have to answer uh you know what happened about things that happened in the last 10 years so like how well did you know do you know what happened the last 10 years i thought it would be fun to throw them out there and then we'll give you the answer on the other side of the break okay so here's the question this hour ready which tv show premiered first play the home game was it one girls two game of thrones Three, Orange is the New Black, or four, Scandal. So which one premiered first? Which TV show premiered first in the last decade? Ooh. Girls, Game of Thrones, Orange is the New Black, That's or harder. Scandal? I know. We will tell you the answer, and we'll get to that Chonus bonus after this on My Talk 107.1. The decade in review question we asked before we went to break on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay, so the question that we asked before we went to break, a little decade in review to see if you remember all the things that have happened in the past 10 years, is which TV show premiered first? Was it Girls, Game of Thrones, Orange is the New Black, or Scandal? Oh, it's so hard. Do you have a guess, Bradley? Um, I'm going to guess 
Game of Thrones? It is Game of Thrones. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, wow. Ding, I just ding. totally pulled that out. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. How did you know? Uh, you know, is it, that was a total guess, though. I know. I know. Game of Thrones premiered on April 17th of 2011 on HBO. Uh, Girls premiered in April of 2012. Scandal in April of 2012. And Orange is the New Black in July of 2013. So Game of Thrones was the first to premiere of all of those well-known TV shows that have been hits Hmm. of the decade. Fascinating. All right. Now, we've got those. We'll do a couple more of those throughout the show today. But... um, we love to talk about publicationships on the Colleen yes, and Bradley we show. Do. What is a publicationship? It's a relationship for publicity. And one of the relationships that really I think we like to focus a lot of energy on is uh, the most obvious. So obvious. Chonus. What's a Chonus? Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas. Okay, so the last blind spot we just read was about uh, a special event. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel that priyanka chopra couldn't even be bothered to be at well that event was the premiere of uh, jumanji 2 and apparently, she was not there, uh, but all the rest of the Joe Bros were. So, of course, Nick Jonas is in that movie, Jumanji, The Next Level. Um, and so his brothers were at the premiere, but Priyanka was not there. Oh. Of course, Nick had to answer for why she wasn't there. And this is what he said. Quote, she's in India right now, shooting a movie there. Although she's jealous because she loves Jumanji. Okay. She loves the last one. Mm-hmm. And she really want to be she really wanted to be here, but she's got work. Yeah. Well, that's so totally uh, an acceptable answer except that this is Chonus, right? Right. And you'll recall she had to invent an excuse for why she wasn't at it was the uh, American Music Awards, Billboard Awards? Or Video Music Awards? VMAs? Oh, I, I think it was the VMAs. Yeah. Yes. So she wasn't there. They performed. They, and they got an award. They got an award as well, and she was not there. Priyanka Chopra ended up photoshopping herself poorly <laughs> into a, a picture and said, I'm always with you, baby. You know I'm always with you, baby. But she's never with him. So what's interesting about that is not that she's not with him because that's normal if you're in an, a real relationship where two people are working. It's understood that like you have lives and careers. Mm-hmm. And she. it's not like she's a dutiful wife. She needs to be at his side at all times. No. But this is a uh, a relationship where they will literally talk about how much time they spend together and how important it is for them to be together on a regular basis because they're so in love. And when it comes to these moments where you've had this very public narrative going on about how much you love each other, like you're posting, like when you give your partner a dog, uh, like on your Instagram, you're sharing all these private moments in this moment. There's nothing. It's crickets. Right. And it's not until a reporter actually asks you a question that you address it. And then when you do, it's not like, okay, well, but I thought you guys were like super awesome living your life on 
social media. So much so that she went on tour with him. Remember the Jay sisters? They were a thing. All the Jonas sisters had like their own contingent. All I'm saying is um, I think there's a lot of truth to the blind item that was laid out before us. Actually, Holly, can you read it again so that I don't massacre the blind item that you just read in the last segment? Yes, of course. Blinded by the item. This foreign-born, B-plus-less, mostly movie actress didn't even bother making an effort to be at the massive event for her singer-slash-actor husband because she has her own thing going. The fake relationship has been struggling the past couple of months. Okay, so think about all the things that used to be so in our face about Chonis that Priyanka Chopra used to push at us, like the Jay sisters and how close they were. Uh, They just had a wedding anniversary, their first wedding anniversary, in other days, they would have thrown that down our throats yeah. every single which way. But they both kind of did a passing sentiment on their Instagrams with pictures of the wedding, but not pictures of the two of them together. Well, and you, Bradley, pointed out that she gave him a dog. That would have been the last time we saw them physically together. Yep. Have you noticed something? What? You never see her face in that video. Oh, so you of think him maybe getting it wasn't the dog. Her? I don't know. I don't know. But there's a couple clues. One of them being you don't see her face at all. You see her hand. That could be anybody's hand. And then you see him sleeping and then a dog like mounting him. Yeah. But what he wrote that I think also is interesting is his in his post about the dog being delivered to him, which happened about a week ago. His post was pre came home with the absolute best surprise this morning. But it's supposed to look like they were in bed together. And so he just tipped off that she wasn't actually there in the morning. Yes. Clearly, what we're seeing online is what's being presented to us. That does not mean it's a direct reflection. So, I mean, anybody knows this. You can post things to your Instagram that you took days ago. And you can either point that out in your caption or something if you choose to. But that's not necessary. So we don't know when any of these things were recorded we just know when they're posted right and again if if average lay people can do things like that there's obviously more of a um incentive for celebrities to do it right right because they're trying to tell a very specific story exactly and the story that they're trying to tell us is that they are a happy couple but the, even their Instagram is lagging on that. Yeah, again, it's just, it's one of two things. One, it's just, well, it's not actually one of two things. It's it's one thing, and that one thing is that they're being lazy. Because I don't understand, you go to all this trouble. Remember, let's just back up. For those of you who are like, why are you guys so obsessed with these two? Like, who cares? what? This relationship started and went from zero to 60 in about five seconds mm-hmm. in celebrity um in celebrity cam- uh, calendar time, mm-hmm. right? So they they didn't announce their relationship publicly until May of 2018. 2018. Uh-huh. And they were married in a glitzy, glamorous, multi-day ceremony in India in December. Right. So of that same, very same year. June, July, August, September, October, November. So less than six months after they told the world that they were an item... Mm-hmm. Now, allegedly, they had been flirting and maybe gone on a couple dates in the previous year, but um, they did not let us know how serious their relationship was until uh, less than six months before 
They literally did all the things that you and anybody else who's been married do. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Which is a little odd. Oh, it's, it's more than a little odd. It's not impossible, but it's, cer- it's certainly very odd that these two people, out of nowhere, just decide to pull the trigger and go, pardon the expression, balls to the wall. Uh, and then... Fast forward, we're now in 2019, just the end of 2019, so it's been a year, Mm -hmm. literally, and they're like, can't even be bothered to acknowledge the fact that they don't have time for each other's big moments. I feel like this is one of those things where when when this was arranged, like when the publicists laid out this idea, it sounded good on paper, right? Like... For maybe for Priyanka Chopra, the thought or the idea, for some reason in my mind, I feel like she's the one that really was more excited about this than Nick Jonas. I don't know why. That's my own personal narrative. But when this was laid out before them, she thought, yeah, this will be great. Like, we'll get more jobs because of this. We'll get more attention because of this. Yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. But what she didn't play the tape all the way through on is what happens a year and a half down the road yeah, when you're you no longer in- exactly when you're no longer interested in making this thing work and then how do you make it unravel Ooh, i think we're going to watch that happen in real time when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show what's your what would be your celebrity superpower if you were a super a-list celebrity what would be your celebrity superpower we'll talk about that 651-641-1071 after Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.